This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're talking about Stone Cold. Fuck yeah, we are. Clean up. Clean up on out four. <laughs> not the rattlesnake. Not the wrestler. The movie. Mm-hmm. This came out in 1991, directed by Craig R. Baxley. Written by Walter Doniger, starring Brian Bosworth, Lance Hendrickson, Mr. William Forsyth, and Arabella Hall's Bog, and Sam McMurray. <laughs> uh, this was uh, Renee O'Connor's, I think, her first movie. For, for those listening at home, that was Gabrielle from Zener, Warrior Princess. Oh. It's oh, yeah. Also... Uh, the, the lady that, that plays the other, uh, biker girl. <laughs> Which old lady are you talking about? Yeah. There's a lot of old There's ladies. A lot of, the one, the one that actually talks, um, the one that, that they stick with the guy that gets hit with the grenade. <laughs> oh man, this movie's oh. magic. Um, oh, Tool. <laughs> tool, yes. Uh, tool made out like a bandage. So she, she, um, she was the... The, the poor woman in Slither that gets turned into like the the giant egg sack. Oh, could you could you hand me that raccoon over there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, These little fuckers are tearing me apart. I thought I thought it was worth, yeah, worth pointing was out. <laughs> All right. Well, Alex, this was your film. That's right. What's your history with this movie? Um, I watched this as a kid. I don't think I saw it in the movie theaters, but I definitely rented it. And I remember the commercials and the trailer a lot. Uh, but I had completely forgotten about this in my adult life until I saw they did a review of it in um, Red Letter Media. It's like one of my favorite YouTube channels now. And I'm like, oh, dang, you know what? Might be time to rewatch Stone Cold since I've only seen it one other time. It's my second time watching it. <laughs> All right. Scott, what's your history with it? Uh, very similar to Alex. I remember seeing this as a kid. Vaguely in the theater, which I... What were my parents thinking? But, uh... <laughs> or, or just letting me sit down and watch this on HBO, which I'm sure this was on heavy rotation at some point. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, I, I barely remembered anything, uh, which is good, because it, it was like watching this for the first time. And, yeah. and it made it all that much more uh, enjoyable. All right. I have never heard of this movie before, so never watched it, nothing about it, and watched it for the first time. Yeah, God, God bless whoever the guy is that just randomly posted this on YouTube with no ads. Like, I can't pronounce probably the this, name. It's some Eastern European. <laughs> probably the same guy that posted Arena. This is much higher quality. Yeah, they're doing they're doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as usual, we're each going to talk about seven items from the movie. Alex, what's your number seven? 
My number seven is I blame this movie for the decline in the Komodo dragon population. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see, uh, Brian, uh, Jeff Huff, which is his real name, which is really stupid, by the way. Um, his undercover name is much cooler. John anyways, Huff. John Huff. I, I, uh, I digress. You see him making this disgusting shake with like orange juice and candy bars and eggs with eggshells in it and chips. It's like, oh, is that how we got so buff? Oh, man, I'm going to make those one of these shakes after the movie. And then it's like, nope, it's food for his. I don't know if it is a Komodo dragon or some that's, other. That's type. a monitor lizard. Yeah, a monitor I'm lizard. I'm positive it's a monitor lizard. And I am very positive that that is not the appropriate diet <laughs> for a monitor lizard. So that's why they're on the endangered species list, people. This movie, Stone Cold. So don't little, don't little, feed them that. I, I agree, Alex. A little bit more to say about it in a second. Okay, there it is. All right. Well, Scott, what's number seven? So my number seven could have been on any point in this list. This could have been seven through one. I could have made this whole list just this one, and that's Brian Bosworth's hair. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never, I do, I, you know, I, I bring this up every once in a while when we dip into movies that are from the, the 80s and the 90s about how certain hairstyles kick my ass. I've never, <laughs> nothing, there was no precedent for, for Bosworth's hair here. Like, it reigns supreme. Like, it's just so ridiculous. Like, I, th- this might be like the most anachronistic thing we've ever seen like, in, in a film where you're like, yep, this was made in 1991. Like there's, yeah. there's no other, like you might still see mullets now, just like weird character things or, or people that are just weirdos, but they're, not, like they're making not a like, comeback. Not like the glorious thing though, that, that, that Bosworth has going here. <laughs> like yeah. it is like serious business up front. And the world's greatest party in the back. <laughs> I, I, oh man, yeah, there's, yeah, there's no better way to describe it. <laughs> it's it's so amazing. Um, I can't ima- like the hair alone should have landed Bosworth like more work after this. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, um, I don't, and then, yeah, and then you should have note, gotten you drafted to another team immediately after this movie. Or <laughs> yeah, something. So, so quick question for you guys. Um, I have a side note here and jackets. Uh, is he wearing a different jacket when he shows up to pretend to be a biker than the one he, he's wearing at the beginning in the grocery store? Because I, I think they're different jackets. In which yeah. case, why does he have more than one ridiculous leather jacket? Because um, the one in the grocery store, it's John Huff. The one in the grocery store is also like it, it's meeting the demands of the mullet. Like it. <laughs> It's, it's so good. Uh, and then the other jacket. The, the, the drape strap to match the, yeah, the jacket. Like, it's too bad he was riding around on a motorcycle because you could. there's no way he could wear like the big leather jacket and, and safely ride a motorcycle like that. So, you know, we're, we're relegated to like the vest and no shirt kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh, oh, man. So that, that's my number seven. All right. I have more to say about his hair later. Um <laughs> Uh, confession, I fell asleep twice watching this movie, and it, and it was uh, five in the afternoon, so, um, old yeah. man Jeff. But I still think I got the gist of this movie, and, and, and I don't think I really missed much. I, I don't know, Jeff, like, there's a lot going on in this movie, I, Yeah. I don't know if you but, fully understood the, the scope of everything. 
But my number seven, and this was a simple one, um, the guy from Terminator 2 who gives him his boots, his motorcycle, yes. and everything, is in this a lot. And I was, I was yeah. happy with that. Is I'm that pretty sure he was wearing the exact same clothes. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's the exact same character. Is, is that the same guy that looks kind of like William Forsyth? But not really? No, because he was, he was oh. more blonde, like dirty blonde, brownish hair. Okay, okay. Yeah, not the other is, William Forsyth guy. There's another random. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Like yeah, another random biker that shows. I don't think he ever has a line, but he he like. It's like I thought he died. <laughs> I, th- I thought he was like a body double for. Yeah, I was just like I was surprised. He every probably time I was a stunt double. They just yeah. threw him in his scene. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, the guy I don't know. He was in it a lot, so he probably had a name. Okay. But they all had looked, Nick, I don't know anything about biker culture. I'm willing to bet that not every biker has like a nickname. Like, <laughs> yeah. And this movie came out in 91. T2 was 90. So, I mean, he's probably just plucked, went from one scene to the next. Yeah. Just, just need goons. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, yeah. good, good work if you can get it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Alex, number six. My number six is who Who the hell was the guy? Who was the guy that they're trying to break out of jail? Was that like some sort of like boss or something? <laughs> And that's why uh, Lance Hendrickson was uh, chains was the boss now because their boss got pinched. Or we was he just some random jobber that they were going to give the death penalty to, and they were sending a message to not mess with any of their guys. I I tried not to think too hard about it, Alex, but but because <laughs> but no, I I, I'm pretty sure he was just random. If, if this like so they they mix in the mafia here, but if this was the mob, this would have been like a random like. Button Man or Hitman or something. They have randomly killing a priest for no reason. That never gets explained, by the way. No, I, it's because they needed the priest's outfit to do the rescue mission later for the guy that killed the priest so, so, in the so, first so, place. So, well, I guess they skipped the scene when they saw someone like sh- sewing back up. Like somebody in the biking organization like has to know how to sew because otherwise, how are you going to get the the colors, as it were, as they call them on the on the back of the like? Someone has to yeah. know. anyway. Somebody's a well, seamstress. That's why they have so many old ladies. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a lot of old ladies. Yeah, that, that, that because I, but, but, I can't, but you, I can't see them doing all this for gut. Yeah, I mean, no, not not for right. Gut. No, no. <laughs> not for uh, gut. Poor gut. Uh, okay, I'll get to gut later. But uh, the, but yeah, Alex. Uh, yeah, just random guy that they were like. <laughs> Super it's upset that guy. like he murdered a priest in the middle of church and got arrested for it and they were angry that he got arrested for it. Like man, that is bullshit, man. Yeah, yeah. It didn't, it didn't uh. make any sense. Like uh, and then they're threatening a judge like in the middle of the courtroom. Like I just <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. Uh All right. Uh Scott number six. Number six uh, to Alex's number seven. Uh, pretty sure that's not what you feed a modern lizard. Um, <laughs> yeah. So just just one more point on that, Alex. Uh, mm-hmm. It was they, early on in the movie. Like I I found that they did this a bunch of times where they kind of subverted expectations a little bit. Um, I don't yeah. know if that was the point of it, but it was it was uh, it was, I, I guess funny. Um, but yeah, like he's I was making just this, mad. That's not what you feed. He's, a he's making, when it starts off, he's making this super messed up like shake, and you're like, he's throwing the eggshells in there. This is so weird. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then it's like, buff. oh no, he's feeding a modern lizard, which is even weirder. 
and then, and then you mix in the fact that like that's not that's not what you would feed a wine lizard. Um, mm. I, I it's bizarre, like very very weird choice <laughs> to do. Yeah. And even the way he's like opening up the candy bars was super weird. It re- yeah, with his with his he, teeth, and then just pour them yeah, out of the li- he, like the little bags. It reminded me of well the whole like I, I there's no way. Whoever wrote that scene did not see Cobra first. The um, whole first yeah. two two or three scenes are Cobra. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but it reminded me in Cobra when he weirdly cuts the pizza with scissors. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. oh we got to have him doing something weird, too. So, like, I guess the modern wizard, wizard wasn't weird enough, so they had to actually rip open his teeth. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Uh, I quickly looked up, uh, what what do you feed a monitor lizard? So and meat. Insects, rodents, fish, snails, raw eggs. He got that right. Yeah. Okay. Or and raw poultry. Yeah. Okay. So not candy bars and orange juice <laughs> yeah. and a banana and potato chips. <laughs> and potato chips. Oh, he crumbles them up for a little bit of extra texture <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Finish it off like fucking Bobby Flay. He uh. put yeah. He puts in some Tabasco sauce, right? Yeah. Chivas age. All right, uh, my number six. We just kind of talked about, well, kind of talked about it. Is this movie has a cobra beginning and a diehard ending? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's nothing original about this movie, which I know that, but it was just like, the cobra part of the beginning, the liquor store, convenience store thing. It was exactly the same. And then he comes home. I guess he didn't deal with people in his car and parking. I forgot. There's a weird thing with dudes in the front of his house parking spot right or something in cobra yeah that's yeah. bad uh mexican slang yeah spanish slang like, so you don't have that they go to his house and he's a bachelor and he's making his food doing it a little weird and just oh god and then at the end his partner saves the day and shoots the guy who's should be in cuffs already anyway and blah 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 because all the cops he says right. something about getting turned on it's weird yeah um, so yeah, Die is Cobra beginning, Die Hard ending. Um, all right, Alex, number five. My number five is <laughs> the tit for tat is a great <laughs> stripper bar name. I didn't oh notice my that. gosh, you didn't notice that? That yeah. was great. I was like, tit for tat. Oh man, that's like, I can't believe that wasn't you know memorable <laughs> when I watched it the first time as a kid. Maybe I just missed it. But not only that, there's a live band in there. Yeah, this is like that, yeah, yeah, very in weird. the titty bar. Yeah, and yeah. then they just let Gut just bring in a watermelon. I guess he's you know the group that owns the bar, but he's just scarfing down a watermelon in the middle of this <laughs> topless bar. So okay, tit for tat. Not gonna forget that again. Yeah, it's, it's like it just seems like bad business acumen. Because, cause like, paying a DJ is just so much less than paying a live band. Mm-hmm. So let's do either or. Like, Tuesday is titty night, and then Wednesday is live music. Like, that, that kind of... I mean, yeah. It, it just didn't, it, it didn't make sense. Didn't make sense. <laughs> plus, plus, like, they're on the same stage as the band. Like, it just seems like a good way for someone to have an injury in the workplace. Yeah, get hers. They're going to catch a body part inside the strings yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's a live band of the Titty Twister. 
Oh, that's true. Mm. That bar was mm-hmm. a lot bigger, though. Yeah. Well, they were, they weren't on stage with the with the talent, as it were. Yeah, yeah it was that's true. Built on top of a Incan temple. Or that something. that also. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it was. Not whatever it was. Um, all right, uh, Alex, or sorry, you know Scott, number five. Number five. I I just have my notes. Biker shenanigans. <laughs> that's my number five too. <laughs> Like it's so ridiculous. Like I caught myself with this, with like this huge grin on my face. Like at the same time, going like, how I can't believe they actually made this. Uh, shooting the the beer cans off each other um, with an like, Uzi. Yeah, with the Uzi. Yeah, yeah that that's good. Um, and, and everybody cool. on the sides survived. Like yeah, nobody yes. else got shot. Well, yeah. well at least the guy. <laughs> With the can that William Forsythe, when he pulls out the Uzi, uh, there's nobody like near that guy. Although he hits a car and explodes. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> God, the explosions in this movie. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. No, the other guy's got like a revolver. And yeah, he misses like five times. Like, yeah, somebody would have taken a bullet there. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where those bullets are going, but uh, he just puts it on his head after he misses. Like, and then they're having the weird drag races, which go on for like, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, literal drag races. They're dragging people behind them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> they're like in this weird compound too, where they're like got a guy standing out front with Dobermans. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the pit bulls of the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Um, at at one point, um, like th- this movie definitely has the highest uh what i'm calling tpm i think mm-hmm. of any any han shot first movie that we've done um what's tpm uh it's tits per minute <laughs> uh, which i gotta say i think that was another subversion of expectations because the scene before even the tip for tat or anything was uh what's his face from raising arizona was over at uh, Bosworth's house, and he he sits on the bed. And says, oh, there's a naked lady under there, but she doesn't show. She only shows like a little rear end. Oh no, she covers up. Oh her no, boobies. You, no, no, no. You see some boobage. You see, did I miss, did I miss yes. it? Yeah, Alex. Oh, but it's man. not like gratuitous, but yeah, like side. No, yeah, yeah, you see. Some oh well, side boob. Yeah, no, but you I don't mean, see any nipples. nipples. You like nipples. you already see more than you did in like going back to Cobra or something like that. Like, right. So weird that that. Like something like Cobra was so ultra violent, they're like, no, we we can't have, we got to tone down the sex. Like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, like walking through the middle of of the of the the biker compound, like biker day camp, I'm gonna call it biker <laughs> day camp. Uh, just random naked women showering out in the middle of the mm-hmm. <laughs> the outdoor showers <laughs> with with the you know with the swastikas on the side. Um, I imagine that they're just out there all day long. Like, that's their whole thing. It's just like, <laughs> just there. And then like, and that's, I think that, I don't know if it was the same scene, but like you see kids pushing around strollers with other kids. There's, in there's, like, the old lady. there's literal old ladies like, also. Just a lot of like stuff going on in the background. Yeah. Like uh, at the, the yeah. biker, biker jamboree. Um, but uh there's more, but uh, yeah, I 
Again, I don't know anything about biker culture. I'm guessing things are a little bit different, though. Mm-hmm. Just, just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my number five is the same thing. Uh, you pretty much nailed it all. So I'll just, as I'm reading the goofs, the number one goof near the beginning, the bikers are shooting beer cans off each other's shoulders. The crowd is behind, directly behind them, and they definitely would have been hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, Michael Douglas was executive producer of this film, but yes, received, this is wild trivia. Received no credit according to his wishes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the director had to be replaced. Like they didn't say why in the trivia, but it sounded like he like had a breakdown, like either from from stress or drugs or whatever. But yeah, they replaced the director like in the in the beginning, and they changed it was Disney meddling. Yeah, they changed Bosworth's whole backstory. I guess originally he was supposed to have like a wife and a kid. They're like, no, we'll just give him a money losing. Yeah. I saw an interview with uh, Lance Hendrickson, and he said him and Will Forsyth laughed to this day because they, like, none of the script was shot. The script was ridiculous. And so they just. <laughs> that, that was another thing, thing of the trivia. It said Lance Hendrickson wrote all his own dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Questions since you brought up Lance Hendrickson here. Um, that's the the rippest I've ever seen in Lance Hendricks. Yeah, movie. like, I think he got ripped for that one scene, but, um... No, nah, he got ripped in Aliens. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> oh, that's too good. I don't... I oh, mean... I think there's one scene where he's actually riding a motorcycle. And I think they, like, did some trick camera work to make it, like, so that maybe he wasn't actually operating it. Oh, they didn't have any. They didn't have him ha- take classes or anything like that. I don't know. Maybe he just never got comfortable. But like every time you see him, he's always got his leg up on a desk or like he mm-hmm. revs his engine like five different scenes. But like you never see him take off on the motorcycle like you do with Bosworth and Forsyth. Uh, he takes off, guts fingers. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, following following Jeff's rip joke, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> It was pretty good, but not as good as my rip joke. Alex, number four. (laughs) My number four is uh, almost pretty much what you guys said about the biker gang, but I put in my notes that it seems more than just a gang. I think this is either like qualifies as like a tribe, like a subset of like human evolution, like another type of (laughs) almost another type of species or a cult. There's definitely more of a cult, I think, because they're all like literally ride and die. Yeah, <laughs> and they're all on board yeah. with it. Almost all of them are on board. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they got kids living there. They got their families and whatnot. A lot of old ladies. Forsyth had two. Ice. Yeah, you can take one of mine. <laughs> Sorry, I just read the storyline. Joe Hupp <laughs> is a tough, go-it-alone cop with a flair for infiltrating dangerous biker gangs. So he's done this multiple times, apparently. That's that's the funniest part of this whole thing. Yeah. They're, he didn't want to like, do it. They're like, we need you to go undercover to take down this biker gang. You, who's infamous for taking down bikers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, not across the country either. Like, where you've been doing it all along. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. And they didn't know who he was. Yeah. Like, all oh, right. This guy's, see this guy's here and he's a badass. <laughs> Scott number four. Oh man, uh, my number four. In my notes: I have biker Pretzi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I felt I felt bad for this guy. Uh, some yeah. guy, 
<laughs> um, Poor guy. Just like fun. Hey, Stone. Hey, Stone. Like, where are you going, Stone? Like, he was the same character from Hercules New York, pretty much. Um, he's like the one guy that's like, hey, you know, maybe what we're doing is kind of messed up. And then they, yeah, they shove his hand into a... And he still sticks around. Even though he knows yeah. he's going like in a suicide. Right or die. Yeah. And then he, he saves... <laughs> he saves his, his... He's got like... I don't know. His... Like... He's clearly in love with Brian Bosworth. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> his characters. Uh, yeah, he makes the ultimate sacrifice and warns him. And takes like 18 bullets in the back. And then they... Poor guy. Yeah, it was, it was sad. Poor guy. Like, he's like the voice of reason to... Show like what you were just saying, Alex. That they're they've gone beyond just being a a motorcycle club. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, my number four is uh, Forsyth and Hendrickson. They're in their own movie here. They're the only real actors in this movie, and yeah. uh, I, I enjoyed them. I guess they're just don't. chewing on scenery. It was quite, yeah, it was so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. There is also the I think I'm reading the credits. His name was A Wall. The movie, like the helicopter pilot slash Max that Dad. Guy is oh, Max Dad, yeah. That's who that was. I couldn't figure yeah. it out. All right. Oh, you oh, can man. tell that he doesn't blink. Spider. <laughs> God, that guy is doing some freaking work in this movie too. Yeah, but, uh, Yeoman's yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> Foresight and Hendrickson just like they they could act. I, I, it stands out when they're with the rest of these fools in this movie. Like I, I loved in this in this movie that like Bosworth pretty much doesn't accomplish anything. Like, <laughs> they, they, like yes, by the end of it, the biker gang is no more, but they did not save the the DA governor guy. Um, that one, the one guy that went undercover to drive the truck is randomly in the courthouse, and he gets killed. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a little confusing at first. This is for real, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's but, right. But anyways, I, I bring this a lot because, again, uh, Hendrickson, he has the great one-liner. It's like, you know what my dad's last words to me were? Yeah. Like, stop, that thing is loaded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud at that. Yeah, that was good. Don't, son, the gun is loaded. So, yeah, don't yeah. stop. Yeah, like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and he, uh, and he wrote that himself. That's great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, he doesn't save that guy. Doesn't get saved. Um, tons of people get killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, <laughs> this, is, this is definitely not a win for anybody. All right, I forgot where we left off. I think it's Alex number three. Yeah, yeah. My number three is <laughs> Tool got fucked up. He got fucked up, but in the end, I think he has the happiest ending out of anybody. He gets to, um, uh, an unwilling wife. <laughs> he gets a, he gets a pineapple pizza from Domino's. Domino's <laughs> dying. Hey man, oh, we got your pizza with pineapple on, man. <laughs> the close up on on Tool's face was like hard, uh, it was very Harvey Dent. They still, Batman stole that. <laughs> And he he's like, uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> what's what's the, what's the name of the I don't know, what's the name of the brother in Aliens? Did they ever say his name? Who's what brother? Newt's brother. 
Oh. The kill gun. Gun. <laughs> gun ray. Kill yeah, me. Newt gun ray. Newt gun ray? Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, kill me. This is impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Tool, you just get to see him literally right off into the sunset with his old, with his new old lady. You get a pineapple pizza and he survives. He's well, the last was... surviving member. And that one's funny too because they see him they throw a grenade at him and then they come across Bosworth and they're like we'll let you go this time <laughs> like what? yeah <laughs> you just threw a grenade at this other guy <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised mm-hmm. they didn't show that they, they must have just cut out the whole sequence where they like went and killed that guy See, this movie is not shying away from any of that stuff. Yeah. You've logged, you've logged more biker-related arrests than any other officer in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Washington's Washington wants to take these guys down. Like that was an actual line in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're getting out of hand. Oh, they're more than a gang now. Yeah. Washington. <laughs> All right. Scott, number three. Okay. Number three. Uh, this this made me laugh out loud because I did not see it coming. The guy backs the, the semi up to the Capitol building, courthouse, whatever it is. And they just start riding motorcycles out of the back. <laughs> like a fucking clown car. I did not see that coming. I was dying. Uh, I was like, this, you know, I was already enjoying the movie. This, this, they managed to kick it up a notch with, with that, uh, that little bit. Um, and yeah, like Alex says, like, it feels like an endless stream of them coming out of there. It's not like two or three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, yeah. that truck was like almost jackknifing on the way in. <laughs> like, I don't know how well, he's kept... used to riding motorcycles, not driving uh, trucks. Well, what I'm saying is, I don't know how everybody was like still upright in the back, right, ready to go. And that the and the best part about all that is that guy dives through the window, the truck driver dives through the window, sees them all like ride past, and throws his cut up in the air and goes, yeah. And then he gets like sniped by like three like state troopers from the outside <laughs> and dies immediately. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh man, can't write this stuff. Hey, you can't. That's why they have to yeah, write their own lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, my number three is uh, Brian Bosworth. Just his glorious hair in this movie. His acting, his just whatever is going on with this guy in this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, his hair was goddamn ridiculous. And his acting, I mean, he. there were times where I was just waiting for him to do like a, our boss isn't White Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him a lot to do in this. I was surprised. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was a lot of, like, they were asking a lot of him. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. And to be fair, I mean, maybe if you teamed him up with somebody else later, he could have been a decent action star. I don't know, but I, know, I felt like like the physical presence was there. Yeah, yeah. like you know, still coasting on that, like how we see '80s action stars. Like, but are they still making those uh, 
One of those movies with Stallone where they were like in Expendables. Are they still making those? I was I was thinking the same thing, Jeff. I was like, how did Bosworth not get into one of these? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least make it into four or five if yeah. there's so many. Mm-hmm. Maybe we would see a revival. You never know. Like, yeah. Some yeah. people start watching this movie that weren't aware of it. And then they do a reboot of The Expendables and it's all the Chris's from this era. There you <laughs> go. His his arch rival should be like Bo Jackson or something. Awesome. <laughs> Bo knows how to kick your ass. You um, we get to kill Spartan. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Wesley Snipes? What? Yeah, from Demolition Man. But you guys know, like, oh, Alex. I'm sure Alex knows. <laughs> this is where I could pull the the sh- whatever. Let's do the same thing you guys do to me. The whole Bo Jackson, Brian Brosworth thing in the NFL. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you get, you get, thank God Bosworth had uh, had had this movie acting. to... Yes, we pull back up. <laughs> wow, Jeff, that's, that's mean. Uh, uh, but yes, Bo Jackson famously... Uh, fucking ran him over. Him. <laughs> like, I mean, you don't you, you don't make the NFL if, if you're not, like, the best of the best, and... Bo Jackson still like cleaned his clock. <laughs> yep. Well, it's a highlight, home highlight, yeah. Highlight <laughs> real for the ages. All right, Alex, number two. My number two is uh almost the same as Jeff's number three, the Bosworth. I love how Bosworth <laughs> well he, he's a football player, they put him in the action movie. He is what he is, but I love how everybody's Overacting to compensate <laughs> playing against him, and it's uh, I love it. It's the juxtaposition between his <laughs> emotionless face, like all his personalities in his hair. <laughs> you gotta admit, it's a source of power. Yeah, <laughs> everybody else is just having it way up because you got a blank slate <laughs> in front of you. <laughs> so, and I guess that's the I, thing. I like yeah, I guess. I, he the acting sucks fine. So does The Rock. So does Schwarzenegger. So does all the action stars. He just doesn't have a little bit of the charisma. It's just missing. Just yeah, that's the difference. Because yeah. yeah, it's not fair to make fun of the acting because all our action stars. Stallone was probably the best, but yeah. and then he stopped doing that later on in movies. But like, yeah, he just the charisma is not quite there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wanted. To, sorry, anyway, I interrupted you, but that's I, I forgot no, that's to mention fine. that in mind that like yeah. Acting was not great, but so were neither of those, any of those guys. All right. Anything else, Alex? Sorry. Nope, that's it. All right. Scott, number two. Number two, this again made me laugh out loud. And I was like, well, they're not going to top the uh, motorcycles riding out on the back of the truck. (laughs) (laughs) And then Bosworth on the whatever floor they're on sidesteps a motorcycle <laughs> it goes out the window and into the waiting <laughs> helicopter that's supposed to pick up the bad guys and the guy uh, Max Dad somehow sees it all coming like five seconds ahead before it's even through the window he starts screaming no, no! <laughs> motorcycle hits the side it's wheels first it's the side of the copter everything immediately explodes the helicopter the bike <laughs> The, yes, like it was, it was so amazing. Right? They, did, I don't think they showed a crash, did they? They just showed the explosion. Um, oh, because it disintegrated. No, it disintegrated. Yeah, I guess there was nothing <laughs> left. Yeah. Being there, yeah, there's nothing left but so, the ashes. Oh man, that was so. 
<laughs> so amazing. Like it was, it was the cherry on top. Yeah, because <laughs> it was pretty much like the last like five minutes of the movie. Um, so yeah, that was just I don't even know. If caught a stunt. It's just <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to call it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, this is my number two as well. Uh, one thing I like to add is, yeah, you don't see it crash. I, if I remember correctly, because I think it's just hanging from strings. And when the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it does not look. Yeah. <laughs> and when the motorcycle hits it, I don't even think the propellers are spinning on the helicopter. Yeah. Like you see, like a few frames beforehand, just kind yeah. of dangling yeah. there. And uh, it was awful, but it, it's not the worst motorcycle driving through a glass window scene because I still think. Uh, Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, oh, it's two when she magically jumps through. Like, oh God, when she yeah she jumps through the, the church the, window, the stained glass window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Jesus! It just reminded me of that. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, this is pretty. It was whatever for this movie, it fit. But man, was it bad. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to compare it to like you're fired from true. What is it? True Lies. Yeah, True, true Lies. lies. You were fired. But this is way worse. <laughs> At least that was a missile. I was shot through a building, which I don't know which is more. But <laughs> 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 the From person hanging jet, on it. That's just, There's yeah. no way that missile has that kind of guidance. <laughs> the person hanging on it. Oh, gosh. Uh, all right. What's number one, Alex? Uh, the, the explosions <laughs> and the stunts. Yes. They're spectacular. I think... Oh, my gosh. I, I think... Maybe, maybe you were going to say this, Alex, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Loaded Weapon 1 had fewer, like, <laughs> vehicle collision explosions in this movie. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like the car exploding from all the bullets and stuff. The semi <laughs> that runs, that grazes the gas station. Which <laughs> he, shoots, up, the he shoots the trailer off the back of the semi. I don't know Pull how it's possible. <laughs> all right, we'll do it my way. <laughs> it's just the like, wires. Shoots, he shoots like three times. And it, like, well, I guess that was all that was hitching it to. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess there's nothing else holding those things in the back. Oh, the the bike chase with Will and Forsyth yeah. ice through the streets. His end was phenomenal. <laughs> Crash attack <laughs> car explodes. Like, of course, he explodes on uh, contact. Yeah, the motorcycle with the uh, with the helicopter you guys described was amazing. Uh, yeah, all the stunts. That guy that he threw out the window after Gut was killed, and he, he, the stunt man actually lands on the car. That was awesome. I hope he he was all right after that stuff. There were there were a lot of people getting yanked on wires through windows in this movie. <laughs> Not as much as what, what was that fucking movie with the uh, Die Hard? What's his name? Bruce Willis. Was it Last Man Standing? Oh yeah. Well, I think, like, <laughs> that, well, I think, I think that one was just in general. Anytime somebody got shot, there was wire. Oh yeah. <laughs> this this anytime somebody was standing near a window, they were getting sucked oh, yeah. through you it, like, gonna, yeah. like it was the. Like one of the alien movies, somebody gets sucked mm-hmm. in Yeah, and then even Lance Hendrickson got the dummy treatment. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yes, one yeah. dummy, I love it. And then they lit ice on fire on his motorcycle. It's like, how do they get the body <laughs> from the from the morgue? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say about that in a second. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, that's my number one. This movie's <laughs> great. All right, Scott, number one. Number one was the the Viking funeral. 
<laughs> that might have been the most ridiculous goddamn scene in the entire run of Shoppers that we've done. They, oh my god. They prop up Forsyth on there like and he's just he's supposed to be his corpse. Forsyth's there in full makeup just sitting there while it's Henriksen's like making up lines around him jams a cigar in his mouth kisses him on the forehead and then they, they light the whole thing on fire. Oh God. I that scene started and I was like, okay, are they are they doing some kind of a memorial? And I'm like, that's not you his body, that. is it? Oh my god, it really is his body propped up there on the motorcycle. Like it's oh my god. I words words fail me here. It just they have a Viking funeral. <laughs> and for once the something doesn't explode. Um, but I know it gets lit on fire. Yeah. Oh man. Well, they were they were safe. They had to empty the tank in the motorcycle of yeah. gasoline because they didn't want any explosions. Uh, right after they cover it in gasoline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just, I forgot that should be in my list too because that was fucking gold. Just, I think I just right when I came out of my sleep too is when I saw that one. <laughs> Did he set the shot of him up on the platform? Erickson's just like acting at him and forced to sit in there. <laughs> oh, <yeah. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's for number one. <laughs> All right. Well, my number one is called Shooting Up the Ritz. Yes, the very beginning yes, of this yes. movie. <laughs> When the guy just fucking unloads on the, on the end cap of Ritz crackers. And it wasn't like a couple shots, too. Like, he oh, emptied no. a clip. Oh, he hates those rack. crackers. He fucking hates those crackers. Oh, oh, my God. That's how this movie started. This guy just unloaded into a bunch of Ritz crackers. Oh, so. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's all I got. Uh, uh, like, I feel like seven was not enough for this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's here honorables. It's just quick honorable mention. Yeah, the, the Ritz thing. I'm glad you pointed that out, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, they just went out of their way to do that. It's such a weird choice. Right. Um, I like Bosworth. In that same sequence, Bosworth knew the guy would slip. He was just sitting there. And then, oh, yeah. Like, like they have the, not, they didn't have the stupid chief, but like, so, you know, sometimes they have the stupid, like, suck-up lieutenant or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's like, I don't know how you're going to talk your way out of this one. Like, like how the, the FBI comes in and it's like, oh, we, we can make your suspension longer. Like, what? <laughs> um, and he buys it. There was... She... What, what might have been the weirdest thing in the entire movie besides the, the Viking funeral. Um, the one guy, I think it's the guy that's, like, at the courthouse, like yelling out all the demands and telling them to stay away. Um, I think before that, when they're in the courtroom, he says, um, he says a line about how if they don't do what they want, they're going to see Mississippi burning. Um, oh yeah. So for starters, they're in Alabama. Right. So that right off the bat made no sense. 
that I think that line was as close as they got to the whole white supremacy thing. Right. Like, like other other than yeah, you, you see the Nazi flag and like some of the, the other um, iconography, um, but the, the movie per, like shies away from pretty much all that stuff outside of it, um, except for that one line tossed out at the end, like. There's, there's gonna be like this weird race war. Like, what, what the hell is this guy talking about? I think this is just like supposed to be a like one liner, but just wildly like out of like inappropriate for <laughs> for everything that's going on in this movie. Well, that's what happens. You don't have a script. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that guy ad lived there. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I have others, but I think I'm I'm good. Uh, Alex. Um, Jeebus, you know how there's so many, but none come to mind right now because it's all muddled in my brain. <laughs> so, so many honorable mentions. I will say Hollywood, is, there's a missed opportunity here to do like this shared multiverse <laughs> of movies where crime like this just happens in the streets in these movies. Some yeah. psychos go into a grocery store to rob it and they don't. They're not like, in and out, give me the cash, and then run out. <laughs> no, they're there just shooting at the place, taking their time. Yep. Multicultural, by the way. Yeah. As, <laughs> as I always appreciate that when they go out of their mm-hmm. way to <laughs> have these criminals like be, be multicultural. Yeah. yeah. Multi-ethnic. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being garbage, seven being perfection. Alex. Uh, I'm getting, despite Boss Wars' lack of charm, which is unfortunate, I'm going to give this movie a six because it was still just wildly entertaining. I know. It's barely a six. Just (laughs) because of the explosions, the ridiculous Viking funerals, all the everything. It's great. (laughs) All right, Scott. This this is... uh... A this is this is a terrible mullet fueled like, magical piece of entertainment. Um, this, Damn this, right. This movie is and, and other than I, yeah, I, I I can't say anything's actually good about this movie. Like from a, <laughs> from, a from a competency perspective, but um, I could not wait to talk about this. Tonight. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 it, it almost pains me to do it, but I'm giving it a five. <laughs> All right. Uh, this movie is crap. It's three, uh, but not the worst Boo. thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I fell asleep during it. That's got to say something. And, uh, but I, I would admit that if we watched it, you know, watch it together and stuff, we'd have a lot of fun watching it with some friends. So, give it a three. If you're out there, you haven't seen it yet. Just go on YouTube. It's free. Oh, Grab yeah. a buddy. Not safe for work, by the way. As, as we, yeah, sure we yeah, don't work. watch it. I mean, it's it's a hard R with the violence and the boobs and the language and, the and everything. <laughs> um, but definitely give it a watch with some friends. And uh, yeah, but it's not very good. So t- t- don't get your expectations. It's not good. By. It is not good though. <laughs> no. It's great, but it's magic. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to. Say my audible mention. They shot the fem- the the lady. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They shot her in the face. Yeah. 
Like, that was, again, subverting expectations. Yeah. Um, like, like, oh, my goodness. They, they hardcore <laughs> fridged her, as, as yeah. they say. Uh, I, I wonder if they did that just because they were like, like, we, we let's just wrap this shit up. We can't have, like, another, like, meet cute at the end of the movie with them. Like, we'll just kill her now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just get yep. done. We'll raise the stakes. which It actually lowered the stakes at that point. Like, because he still would have come after them, like, because he was the hero. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, I was surprised at them, them shooting her in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, I shot Mama in the face. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just walks out like a blood-soaked biker out the uh, out the oh, courthouse man. at the, the end. This was, during the end credits. This, this and was, nobody stops him? Yeah, this is 22. He's getting shot, like, immediately. Like, not, like, outside, like, inside. Like, someone's taking mm-hmm. a shot at him. He's like, oh, there's another biker. So, oh, shit, we forgot to tell everybody that he's he, undercover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, nope. They, they just let him walk they, out through. One of the, I, I had to be ADR, but one of the reporters outside the courthouse was like, officer, officer, a word? Like, so the police knew who he was. I mean, the, the, the reporters knew who he was. Like, it, 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 <laughs> they it picked the, no sense. the wrong man to go into cover. Yeah. Oh, look, it's, it's how that was top biker cop. Yeah. <laughs> it's Joe who trades all the biker games. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> See? Uh, Jeff, don't you want to push it to, number, to four now? <laughs> nope. No, no chance. No chance. <laughs> Some way. All right. Some so way. what's our crossover topic, Alex? Our top five loose cannons. All right. Uh, my number five is uh, a surprise on this list, and it's not for when she's a police officer in an episode, but it's Marge Simpson. <laughs> And this is when she was, this is because she was actually called the loose cannon <laughs> when she was a real estate agent with, uh, uh, what's his face? Gil. No, well, yeah, Gil. <laughs> Good old but Gil. it was, oh man, Phil Hartman. Miguel Sanchez. Oh, Lionel Hutz. Yes, Lionel Hutz, who was, who was the boss of the, of the place and he's chewing Marge out because he gave the money back. It's like, you're a loose cannon, Simpson. <laughs> uh, that's great. March. <laughs> All right. Scott, number five. Number five is also from The Simpsons. Uh, Ooh. And that would be McGarnagle. <laughs> Honorable mention. <laughs> McGarnagle. <laughs> do it for McGarnagle. All right, McGarnagle. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it for you, Jump cut. Well, Billy's dead. <laughs> they oh, slit his throat from ear to ear. I'm trying to eat my lunch here. <laughs> uh, McGarnagle oh, eases the pain. <laughs> You're All off right. the case, McGarnagle. You're off your case, Chief. What does that mean exactly? Well, my number five is not McGarnagle, but it's basically McGarnagle. Harry Callahan, Dirty Harry. Yeah. From the Dirty Harry franchise, mm-hmm. which I can say I've only seen a couple of them, but uh, he's definitely plays by the yeah, rules. He's not—he's not doing stuff that's legal. <laughs> All right, Alex, number four. Uh, my number four is from the world of comic books because you don't really see this in the movies, maybe in some of the cartoons. But Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern. Which, if you don't know, the Green Lantern Corps is usually, it's pretty much an alien space police force. And Hal Jordan, renegade pilot, plays by its own rules. Okay. Isn't he still beholden to the whatever council? 
Yes, but then they get wiped out, and then they come back as babies. What? That makes Comic total books. sense. <laughs> Comic books. Scott, so, number four. A bunch of those guys. Um, number four is uh, Adrian Pimento. Uh, if anybody's ever watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, J- oh, yeah. Jason Manzukis has a, a recurring guest role on that. Uh, as a <laughs> as undercover cop that's like completely like lost his mind uh it's hilarious um so that's my number four <laughs> all right my number four and then i mean the whole movie is based on you know it's it's, it's a spoof be jack slater for the oh. last action hero that's my number three that's my number three also yeah all right i'll let you guys talk about it just the one thing i was trying to come up with an arnold movie and he doesn't really play cops that often right he plays you know, the kindergarten cop and a firefighter named <laughs> named Gordy. He's a <laughs> secret agent. Yeah, he's yeah. I, don't know. I just secret felt like agent. this was the best role for him in that best yeah. for this type. Yeah. So Jack Slater, last action hero. Alright, so you guys talk about it. Number three. Conan, you're a loose Sumerian. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jack Slater. Great playing up all those tropes. Yeah. Yeah. Best best opening joke. (laughs) Best joke. Uh, I don't know. In any cop movie that I've ever seen, (laughs) you should be a farmer. Here's a couple of acres. It kicks the guy in the balls. Oh, it still gets me. Stupid. Yeah. (laughs) It's great. All right, Scott, anything else to add? Nope. All right. Well, my number three. Okay, so we're doing action stars. I, I went to Sylvester. Mm-hmm. Sylvester next, and I went with John Spartan from Demolition Man. Oh damn it! That's yeah, a good yeah. one. I wish I thought of. I should have thought of that. Damn. He's such a loose That's cannon. Good. They freeze him and they they thaw him out in the future because they wanted more loose. That's a way one way you can catch a criminal is mm-hmm. to have a loose call cannon him the from Demolition the past. Man. Another another criminal. I'll tell so, you something, John. Those people are already dead. So, John Spartan, even though he can't, doesn't know how to use the three seashells, and doesn't like Taco Bell. But he likes he likes to do the hunko chunko. <laughs> Damn it, I was about to say that. <laughs> hunko chunko, horizontal mambo. All right. Uh, <laughs> Alex, number two. My number two is uh, Dirty Harry, Harry Callahan. Clint Eastwood. Uh, I, I think I've only seen the f- first one dirty harry and uh yeah the grandpappy of all uh loose cannon cop movies he does have like the most amazing speech about hot dogs ever in a movie yeah <laughs> i don't know it which one bullets. it was but and bullets yeah. mm-hmm. i think that's loose. i mean we're going all cops but i mean if you go to westerns lots of loose cannon sheriffs out there that's true <laughs> yeah but it's different it's the old west over there there's no right. chief there's no mayor breathing down your neck chief's gotta have my ass on a platter <laughs> chief shit and bricks yeah chief shit and bricks Scott number two number two speaking of that line uh Riggs uh from Lethal Weapon uh ooh I'm interested to hear your number one then oh the number one I got a little creative Murtaugh. I'm going to need a judge's ruling on my number one. I'm getting too old for this shit. Uh, yeah, number two. Uh, he becomes less crazy about the series, but uh, he has peak 
He's uh, less crazy. He's still a loose cannon. He's still a loose yeah. cannon. Um, but like, Raj. <laughs> Raj. about that, Raj. Uh, but <laughs> did, we, did we tell you that we have a possum in our backyard and I named him Roger just because of that? Like, hey, Raj. <laughs> he walks in our backyard. Hey, Raj. Hey, Raj. <laughs> Lovely party. What night, invite him? Because um, in my mind, <laughs> possums are Australian. And that's why I did it. Yeah. But yes, the pretty much the ultimate cop loose cannon is uh, Mel Gibson there. That is correct. That's why he should be number one. But my my number two is Axel Foley. I think plays pretty good damn loose cannon within the Uh, just outside the rules. Uh, I thought about that one. Um, He's on his own for like the whole thing though. That's the damn it, Foley. Make my dickage. He's on his own. Like, I just kept thinking because he's, he's not like he's loose he's like getting... in a whole other state like he's not anyway yeah but he's getting yelled mm-hmm. at by the Beverly Hills PD the whole time that's true would you like uh, to file a grievance <laughs> no man it's okay <laughs> yeah Cohagen's on his ass the entire fucking time <laughs> yeah he didn't have time to go home we need his cornflakes yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, Cohagen's boss is is this the man who wrecked the buffet? <laughs> anyway, Axel Foley, Beverly Hills Cop, this franchise, specifically the first one, I guess. But the second one's okay. Women. All right. <laughs> Alex, number one. Uh, my number one has to be Martin Riggs from uh, Lethal Weapon, the first one. Where he's the craziest. Damn, you really are crazy. Yeah, okay. Well, he's my number one as well, so I can talk about him too. Like, yeah. He's crazy in the first one, but he's still a loose cannon throughout the entire franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's not suicidal anymore, but he's still driving motorcycles off of cliffs, popping his shoulder out, mm-hmm. uh, shooting fish tanks. Hey, Mo! Hey, man, man, Mo! Like, yeah. har- harassing. Eating, do- <laughs> eating dog biscuits. Yeah. Harassing the poor uh, ape. The the shrink lady at the at the police station. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pulling down the stilt house with his truck, all that stuff. So yeah, Martin Riggs and Murtaugh's right there behind him. I guess. I mean, he allowed it to happen. He was always mad, but he didn't do anything about it. Chief shit and bricks. Yeah, Captain. Captain. <laughs> God, the fourth movie is not. It's definitely the worst of the franchise, but that scene still cracks me up. Yeah, just like, I still love when he tosses in the badges. This is without a doubt the most fucking painful thing I've had to do in my life. <laughs> All right, well then, great. Scott, what's your number one? So, I actually had a hard time with this list, uh, but um, I thought about the ultimate loose cannon, the one that you like. The one that got away. The one it's not only breaking rules, but like the rules just don't really exist for them at all. And that would be the Joker. I mean, that's just a bad guy. Who doesn't yeah, he's just the a rules? villain. We didn't, say, we didn't say loose cannon good guys. The list was the top yeah, five but he's, loose he's, cannons. A loose cannon usually has somebody over going, what are you doing? You're a loose cannon. You have to play by the rules. There's nobody above the Joker telling him to, you know, straighten up and fly right, even though he doesn't. I thought you were going to say Batman. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. That's a really good No one's above him, though, either. But he still kind of listens as, to uh, as a good Gordon. guy, you should follow the rule. <laughs> You're more likely to. What about Nightwing? He strikes off on his own. 
Okay, yeah, he kind of doesn't listen to Batman. That's like a, he's like well, a Batman could still put him in his place though if he wanted to. Yeah. Shut up, Robin. <laughs> I'll take Nightwing. No, I'm not going to allow it. Superheroes. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I only have a top four. Again. Now, see, you're a loose because I'm actually watching, uh, rewatching Civil War right now. Uh, so if you have signed the accords and you are now following your, then they tell you to go do something and you don't do it. Then you're a loose cannon. Well, yeah, Captain America. He's can a I loose change? His, okay, can I change his cap then? No, but he doesn't sign the accord, so he's not a loose cannon. But like Black Widow and then yeah. whoever else signed Will it. Rhodes. Yeah. Will, Rhodes. Will Rohood. Well, Rhodey didn't. He just got shot. <laughs> Fell down. He was yeah, fighting on the side was... of the accords. At least at the beginning. Later on. Yeah, I, yeah later on. Movies. He like cuts off. Uh, what's his face? Yeah. William Hurt. Yeah. Yeah, get right on that. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only had one honorable mention or two. Like McGonagall, you already said, and then I had Sledgehammer from the old shitty TV show. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. There's McBain. Well, see, I had. I mentioned John McClane, but I don't think he falls on this list. At least in the first few movies. No, no. Oh, I didn't yeah. say McClane. I said McBain. I know, but I'm saying John. Yeah, McClane. I, I had him on the list, but I didn't <laughs> add him. Which just another funny comparison between Die Hard and Stone Cold. Again, like, yeah, Stone Cold, he's all beat up and he just walks off. Where in all of the Die Hard movies, he's like getting medical attention because he needs it. <laughs> yeah. Once again, just the first few. I mean, does it? Don't they actually launch a car or motorcycle into a jet in like the fourth one or something? I uh, don't, isn't that a, a semi? Into I do a jet? not remember yeah. what happens. So more believable in, in the the fourth and the fifth one. Oh my god! I've never seen the fifth, but the fourth one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's an ending thing where they launch a road Probably. vehicle. They're like a Chernobyl airplane. or some stupid shit like that. You be Kaye with the Russia. Oh, that's the fifth one. Yeah. That's the fifth one. The fourth, yeah, the fourth, one, is fourth when... one. Oh, doesn't he shoot a car into a helicopter? I, it's I something know. ridiculous. Yeah, happened. It's something yeah. like that. It's like the same minute as Stone Cold. So there you go. But, but he didn't have the Stone Cold mullet, so it's not it's not good. No. And it was all CG. <laughs> There's no real real cars <laughs> flying up there. All right. And with that, it's time for Alex No Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So, World Cup is coming up right around the corner here pretty much uh, during Thanksgiving. And as, everybody as is wants, the norm. Right. <laughs> and uh, everybody wants to know the most interesting thing about the World Cup is uh, what are their jerseys going to look like? Looking pretty good. Who Whose jerseys? All of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, all the team's jerseys. I think these are the best looking jerseys in soccer, definitely, because they don't have ads plastered all over the place. They have maybe Yet. the manufacturer and then flags. I know. Well, the national teams don't usually have ads, do they? I don't remember. Yeah, not really. Only like, yeah, like Nike or Adidas. Are... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're plastered but... everywhere, which yeah. is why these are these are always good. They got some pretty good designs this year. Mexico's got a good one. El Tri. I don't... Yeah. I don't know why... South Korea went with like a, a solid red color for their jersey. I was like, really? I, I think they've done that before. Really? 
I thought you were going to say, I think that's China. <laughs> yeah, I think that's North Korea. Like, oh, <laughs> oh then if North Korea is in the World Cup this year, they're winning, just like they do every four years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they won every World Cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Brazil. <laughs> and Un has all the goals. <laughs> like, Germany has some really, uh, really good jerseys, too. Have you seen them? Was it Cameroon? That's some really badass looking ones for home and away. We're well, a very yeah. colorful nation. So I'm gonna save up, <laughs> save up my money. Maybe take something out of the kids' college fund to get me one of these jerseys. I'm 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 just glad that there's no controversy surrounding World Cup at all. Yes, God. for once. Absolutely none. Mm-hmm. It's time for Neem News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. All right, uh, not not a ton for me. Uh, I did watch a movie. Uh, Ooh, Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah, well, besides Stone Cold. Oh. Uh, I watched See How They Run. Uh, oh. And that was on HBO Max, I believe. Um, so this was a Who Done It. I'm not sure when it came out exactly in theaters, um, but uh, yeah, it's not. Agatha Christie farce with a with some Wes Anderson kind of splashed over it. Um, so stars uh, Sam Rockwell uh, playing a Brit and <laughs> and Shorsha Shorsha Sorsha. I love you, Sorsha. Yeah, Sorsha Ronan. I wish you Sorsha. Um, and others. Um, I don't love her. She kicked me in the face. Adrian Brody is probably the biggest name after that. Uh, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun little uh, murder mystery movie um, where people are into that. Um, we've, we've seen recently, uh, most recently, some of the Hercule Perot stuff um, with Kenneth Branagh. Um, this mm-hmm. is kind of in that, mm-hmm. that same vein. Uh, but yeah, if you're if you're into that um, kind of stuff, yeah, give give it a watch. It's light. Um, it was it was fun. Uh, the the glass onion, the knives out mystery um, lands in December, um, which is another one of another type of these these movies for those that saw the the first uh, one, knives out, mm-hmm. uh, the erstwhile sequel to that. Um, it still has Daniel Craig in it as the <laughs> KFC CSI mm-hmm. um, d- detective. Uh, that'll be landing on Netflix, I believe. But um, anyway, I just want to talk a little murder mystery. And uh, yeah, that's that's really it for me. Uh, Alex, anything mm-hmm. you want to go over? Yes, I saw some three really good movies uh, since last we met. Okay. The first one was uh, an animated film called the bad guys okay. and you know what kung fu panda did for uh, did with kung fu this movie does with heist movies okay. and it, it was like a blast it was a lot of fun the art style is fantastic it's 3d but they splash like the outlines like it's cell shaded i want to say that's also sam rockwell right yes as the big bad wolf and yeah plays it amazingly so the movie's a lot of fun. Watch it with your kids. Watch it by yourself. It's it's 
Oh my gosh, great action sequences. Um, the other movie that I saw, speaking of great action action sequences and Knives Out, is uh, The Gray Man. Okay. And yeah, I loved Chris Evans as a villain. Again, he's like uh, he amps it up in this one. <laughs> that stash is it's got the evil mustache. Yeah. yeah, the evil mustache. So that movie was a lot of fun. It's, it's a good, good it's little a, spy thriller. It's a Gosling, right? Yeah, uh, Gosling, Billy Anna, Bob Thornton. Is uh, Anna de Armas in that? Or am I thinking of something else? Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, and this movie completely blew me the fuck away. It's the best movie that I've seen in 2022. It is a, it is a Bollywood movie called RRR. Oh, yeah, I've heard I about think- this. You've seen it. It's on Netflix. And it. oh, my gosh. I put it off. I put off from watching it because, you know, it's intimidating. A three-hour runtime. Uh, but, and then when I sat down to watch it, I was like, okay, I'm only, it's pretty late. I'm only going to watch like half of it, take a break, and watch the rest, you know, tomorrow. I was up until 1.30 in the morning because <laughs> I was glued to the television. I could not stop the film. It was fantastic. Every every emotion that I've ever felt watching movies throughout my whole life, I felt all of them in the span of these three hours in this film. <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. I highly recommend it. Wait, which one is this? Well, we definitely need to do this for the podcast. I've, I've, oh, yeah. I put it on my list. Yeah, I... It's called RRR. It's just three R's. Oh, I've heard of this. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. It's great. Take a break if you need to. Uh, the The... Streaming defaults to English dub. Um, so, you know, if, if you prefer the dub, that's fine. I set it to like the original Hindi uh, and subtitles. Also good. But it was just fucking great. Yeah, we had it's to good. watch Stone Cold for the podcast. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stone Cold. But yeah, this movie's awesome. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All this sound good. Uh, anything else, Alex? Nope, that's it. All right, Jeff. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, not much. Um, really, nothing. The, the fantasy shows are over. I'm behind on the Star Wars show Andor, and I haven't caught She Hulk. We are going to go see Black Panther this weekend, so we're uh, Laura hasn't seen the original Black Panther or Civil War. So we started watching Civil War last night. We got to go finish that, and then. Black Panther and uh, Civil War still holds up. It is laughable now. The, the big fight scene at the end compared to the big in-game fight scene is is pretty comical. Just a bunch of people running in an airport. <laughs> but, yeah. I forget that that not only was the first time we get Black Panther, it's the first time we get Spider-Man. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. was good. But yeah, that's it. Uh, I want to say I watched some just little stupid documentaries here and here, here and there, but nothing I can remember. So that's all I got. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Clean up and out four. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.